I guess I was pretty horny. What's in the bag? A shark or something? Oh, no, not the beast! God damn it! How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? I'm a vampire. Kill me. Fucking files! Have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beaten to you? Pissed! Blood! That's our boy Nicholas Cage. What are these fucking iguanas doing on my coffee table? It's so fun to say. I didn't realize how sore my, um, like, how I think my voice is gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I keep trying to, I keep trying to do the high pitch, like, with the, hey, oh, my God. Oh, I'm like Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> I think, oh, my God. <laughs> they told him to go away. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then I died. <laughs> and then I died. And I like, said two it, eyes. It sounds like if Gollum was, like, a squish toy, like, Dolby. <laughs> <laughs> Dolby. <clears throat> so we drinking tea. Uh, yeah, we're drinking tea today because um, I got drunk before the airport yesterday. We have a theme <laughs> where we're getting drunk at airports or like right before. Oh, I hit the mic. Sorry, we keep flying, hungover, which is painful. I I forgot that you came in today. Yeah, it's been a long fucking day. Yeah, we took naps. Yeah, I took a long nap. Yeah, David, did you take a nap? I'm really sorry, you guys. I I did not take a nap today. I was I'm hungover. Asia's like kind of hungover, but more so tired of traveling. And mm-hmm. David behaved yesterday, and I was with him. And yeah. Still, by the way, we have a guest today. Hi, everyone. This is David Tomei. David Tomei. Hi, everybody. It's awesome to be here yes. on the Gone in 60 Seconds podcast. David's so nice. Uh, for what it's worth, <laughs> for what it's worth, I just have to say I was. We got food from New Orleans, and we got. I had an ottoman brought to my feet. Yes. So anyone who wants to come on this podcast, it's a wonderful experience. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's made it's made very easy on you. Um, We've mentioned you in the past because whenever we're talking about Marissa Tomei, we're like yeah. David, and then we just keep going. Awesome. So, um, as far as I understand it, all the Tomes came from a very small town up in like the Tuscan hills in Italy. Okay. And uh, to my knowledge, like she hasn't been married or changed her name or had a stage name or anything like that so okay. like it's very possible that she's my like eight thousandth cousin or oh, something like that okay. so but like not i'm not directly related to her no. i keep telling everyone that your guys are like second cousins <laughs> right oh we, we so hang I'm out lying. all the time for, for those purposes yes sure that's fine that's so funny yeah but no i mean if, if i ever cross paths with her i'll have a killer icebreaker i know that Right. So. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, I really thought what? you said um, you're going to kill her. I thought, yeah, they were going to say kill <laughs> her eyes. And I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. It's, like, it's fine. Like, yes. It's yeah. like, uh, I'm your the, biggest fan. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Mindhunter, but I'm not about to go down that road. <laughs> yeah. No. Speaking of Mindhunter, I'm getting my ass chewed out right now because I watched season two, Without. episode three through mm-hmm. seven, yeah. which mm-hmm. is the middle of season two. Yes, yeah. it is. And I've never seen any other yeah. aspect of the Interesting. show. I have a friend of mine who he never saw one episode of Breaking Bad except for the finale. I'm, the I'm that way. No, no, no. I'm that way with Lost, and that's why I won't watch it, because I'm right. like, I know. Well, well, I would spoil true. it, but I won't say uh, it. But at the same time, like, the journey is the reward like you i mean I know not when it's all Bad. a fucking dream though <laughs> like is it wait essentially oh shit oh, i haven't lost? seen lost 
I don't think it, I don't think it's a dream, but it feels like it. Right. it I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't know enough to know the context of what happened, but it felt mm-hmm. like a sham to me. Interesting. Without knowing anything else, about that's the show. good to know. I've never watched Lost, but, but then but then the people I'm I've talked to who watch the show are like, if you knew what's actually happening, like you'd mm-hmm. be more satisfied. But right. like from an outsider's perspective, right. Yeah, but like, with, but that with, turned me off enough. I'm like, I don't, right, I don't right, want to sit for sure. ten seasons of it. Yeah, but like with a show like Breaking Bad, I mean, there are so many iconic moments in that show. Yeah, like, I mean, no, that'd be anyway. that'd be rough to only see the finale. Yeah, yeah, and you, and it's it's Chase. That's it that's was Chase. Oh, that's Chase, the one. Erickson, why? Yeah, and, and, <laughs> yeah, because Chase, Chase is the one where like. He's like, I've seen the finale. I already know what happens. Like, the finale is not even half of it. Like, no, so much happens in that show. Anyway, setup. we're we're going <laughs> way far off course. We're, we're here to talk about Nicolas Cage. Oof, and we have so this. much. There's so much <laughs> There's to discuss. So much to say. I don't even know where to begin. Um, okay, let's oh. start at the very beginning. Oh. With Christopher Coppola. Oh my God, keep going. <laughs> When he wrote this script, he was in grad school. I'm just guessing, but that's what it felt like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, First of all, actually, before before we get into the film, so we watched Deadfall this week. And Mm -hmm. as far as I know, we try and prep you guys at the end of the week prior to what we'll be watching and also if it's worth watching. My take on this is it might be worth the journey. But you don't right. have to. Right. I think that you could definitely turn the movie on mm-hmm. and let it play. You could also yeah. turn it off. <laughs> could, yeah. And then once you get to like the 55 minute mark, you can just shut it off. Yeah. Right. Like you can go to bed. Like if you're like hooking up with somebody, you could like move to the bedroom at that point yeah. and just let it keep playing. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, I, I mean, quite honestly, like once Nick is gone from the movie. Whoa. Like spoilers. Oh my god. Smisa. So oh yeah, um spoilers everyone. Spoilers. <laughs> this is my podcast debut. I'm just <laughs> You're fucking up. You're like so Tom sorry. Holland. I'm so sorry. Um but no, I mean it's yeah. Just, I think I think wow. for those of you who want to be entertained by uh, a four by three grad film mm-hmm. that's not very well done, but goddamn it's entertaining. Um, it's it's worth it to watch. But if you don't really want to put in an hour and thirty eight minutes, you don't have to, and you can continue listening because we'll tell you everything anyways. Yep. So, um, but from last week, I had a couple things I wanted to point out. Um, Dennis Lloyd, the name I kept saying, he's a musical artist that I listen to on like a daily basis. Oh no. So that's what I was thinking there. Um, also, I realized this because I was watching. This is from actually like months ago, but. I was watching Ace Ventura the other day, and I realized that uh, Lenny Smalls from Raising Arizona, the biker guy, mm-hmm. actually is not the boss in Happy Gilmore. I'm so sorry, but he is the bad guy in the opening scene of Ace Ventura who steals the dog. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, and then beats up the car and everything. So that's that. And Who else is in Ace Ventura? Um, Sean Young. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finkel and Ihorn. <laughs> Gun is sticking to my hip. Um... <laughs> So yes, that's it. Uh, that's all I had to correct from the last few episodes. It's okay. And I'm sure other ignorant stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry for existing. I'm just Same. being wrong inherently. Always. That's a millennial way. We're aggressively yeah. ignorant. <laughs> but in like an upfront kind of way. That's fine. At least yeah, you're I honest so. about it. 
Well, so this week is Deadfall, 1993. came out uh, October 10th of 1993. And uh, David actually did some of the... Well, actually, let's do the synopsis first and then find out what the box oh, office is. What a synopsis this is. Everyone, if you're not sitting down... <laughs> If. Stand up and then sit down. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, synopsis, not summary. If you're in your car, pull over <laughs> to the nearest uh, yeah shoulder and shoulder. Prep yourself. Mm-hmm. Prep yourself. <laughs> oh, not the. This is not the. This is the 1993 one, not the 2012 one. That's right. Okay. There's a 2012 one. There's literally it's one sentence, but here you go, Asia. <laughs> A New Yorker, played by Michael Bean. Bine. Bine? Yeah. Bine. A New Yorker, played by Michael Bine, heads to California to find the lookalike brother, James Colborne, of his con man father. That is stupid. That's it. (laughs) A New Yorker heads to California to find the lookalike brother of his con man father. Nick Cage isn't even mentioned. Say twin. Right. Say twin. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. Look up. (laughs) <laughs> of his lookalike brother, say twin. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, okay, so we'll get into what really that is. But what was right. there's a lot was more what you to found that. as far as the box office as opposed to the yes. So this was this was super interesting because I wasn't sure what research to do or not do. So I at least got you know my feet wet and what this movie was about, and it's a deep dive. But I you know I was just looking online and I found that the the budget for this was ten million. Oh, what? Yeah. What? You're you, kidding. You can't be serious. They used one of those cameras that like the VCR pops out oh, of and you're like, like there's really? the movie. Okay. And, and, and then and okay. Asia's upset. But here here's what it grossed at the box office. I, I had it written down because this could not be ignored. It grossed oh, a no. whopping eighteen thousand no, three hundred and sixty nine dollars. <laughs> That's the most, <laughs> that's the worst box office wow. to like budget to box office ratio that we've seen so far. And he's got some pretty fucking bad ones. Oh, oh man. Goodness. I mean, because <laughs> here, here's the thing that like, blo- you said it was 10 million. <laughs> that's what it said. Okay. 1 million went into the camera equipment and yeah. 9 million went into that guy's hand. Well, that's just it. It's like, that's the thing that kind of blows my mind. No, less that... than that. It was $18,000. No, that's what I'm saying. The budget. Right. Yeah. $9 million. Dollars. Went into that. Went into the robotic hand. Right. Like, I mean. That's oh, a, did it? Oh, shit. No, no I, 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 I wish it did. I mean, it, it would have made it look better. Um, they had sparks coming out. But, like, quite honestly, it's 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 kind of mind-blowing. It's like someone in a position, like somebody somewhere thought, you know what? This is a good idea. Oh, wow. And it, it's just like. Did did Francis have anything to do with as far as... Uh, not, not as like, far as I know. There's no pro- He didn't produce or anything? No, not as far as I know. Because it was directed by Christopher Coppola, which is... Nick Cage's brother. Nick Cage's brother. That's okay. right. Yep. And it also stars Talia Shire, yes. who gets top billing and is in the movie for, I think, maybe two, two scenes. Yeah. If that. Yeah. At, at least one. It's just, yeah, and it's just the it. one scene. Yeah. She's there for literally a scene. And that's Nick's... <laughs> Aunt, right? Yes. We said uh, Francis's yes. sister. Yes. Adrian. Right. Adrian. Yo, Adrian. One time we did, we sat down. Asia gave me the whole family tree of the Coppola family. Oh, really? Yeah, kind of fun. fun. That is, f- is that in podcast form? Yeah, it's on one of the episodes. I don't remember oh, okay, which episode good. it was. Right. One, it that was... probably took up like the whole hour. Yeah. Well, it was one yeah. movie that we didn't have. Much... Oh, was it? It was never on Tuesday. Was it? I think because we didn't have much to talk about because he was in the movie for like a second. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you're I right. Think it was I think that you're one. right. Right. Yeah. But, so but, but we in dive my, into it. Right. But in my research of the movie before I came here, tell me. I Googled it and instead of Deadfall, I I searched Death Fall. Oh no. Like I searched like Death Fall Nicholas Cage. Is a hundred percent true. I Googled it and I found like the Nicholas Cage death hoax, like that he died. What? And I genuinely like fell for it. Like it was it was a post that said that he had died in like a like a snowboarding accident in Switzerland or something like that. Oh my god! And he I, wrote it himself. He might have. We don't know. But I genuinely was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Boy, this is gonna be real interesting recording this tonight." And then I click on it, and they even said this in the article. They're like, "They're like, uh, they said before reading it, stay calm. It's just a rumor." I was like, "Oh, thank you, article." <laughs> no, like, he's still kicking. Wow. I felt so much better. But no, that was that was part of as I was researching this, I just searched Deathfall Nicholas Cage and I'm like, what? He died in the last 24 <laughs> He's hours. He's really gone. Honestly, to be fully honest, if that was true, I would right. call off work tomorrow. And I think my boss would understand. We would it would be really hard to go on with the podcast because we'd be sad. Right. We yeah, just each episode like, would be like, "Oh yeah, we had fun." <laughs> <Right>. But <laughs> but remember it's going to come to an end eventually. Right. <laughs> Right. Oh no. But right, because right now there's really not an answer. Yeah. H- however, it's like, it, as as far as we know, at the at the time of recording this podcast, it is ten thirty PM Pacific time on Sunday, August twenty fifth. Yes. That? Yeah, that's the day. Yeah. He's still here. Yes, so I think so. If anything changes, we'll let you know. Yes. <laughs> Because we'll be the first. Our we'll little... be on the scene. <laughs> my little my little red telephone, the light will go off and we'll know. Right. Beep. It's right. like it's it comes out of the it ground. Only comes when Nicolas Cage is in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh no, what is it this time? It's like the Nick Cage right. bat signal. What face would the Nick Cage bat signal be? Oh, that's a good one. Right? I fucking yeah! <laughs> I fucking yeah! We'll get to that. All right. That was magical. Let's get into this. Because, goddamn, there's so much to discuss. There's so much. Oh, to um, talk one about. thing I do want to say. Yes. Um, apparently there's a sequel to this movie. What? What? From 2017, also starring Nicolas oh, Cage. I read about his this. character. Oh, wait. I read about this. That's right. Is it? Is it not the two? Is it called Deadfall? No, it's called. Something that starts with an A, I think. I can't remember. Yeah, it starts with an A. I can't remember what it is. I'm gonna look at. It's not. I'm gonna look at his film. Filmo- no, no. okay. Right. It's like adaptation is. Uh, I hear it's great. I'm excited for it's that. It's a wonderful film. Yeah, my cousin's gonna be on that. Um, I'll look at his filmography real quick, and we'll 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 get to the bottom of this. <clears throat> well, while you're doing that, mm-hmm. um, oh God, I guess we'll begin. I don't even know how. Arsenal. Arsenal. That's Arsenal. what it was. Well, I'm excited to get to that in a year or so. Fun fact: both of these have a have a 4.0 rating on. IMDb. I saw that. Both of them do. Just letting everyone know. Deadfall does. Both of them do. I saw that it had zero. What had ze- <laughs> oh no no no! I mean like of user ratings. Oh, not oh a, shit! Not not from like the Metacritic. Which yeah, I'm pretty sure zero? on Rotten Tomatoes, Deadfall has zero percent rating. Right. Yeah, wow. they're both they're both sitting right at a 4.0. Which wow. Yeah. yeah, on IMDb it's four point oh yep. out of ten. That's that's where we are. Oh wow. Yep. Anyways, okay, so this movie opens up, and immediately we know what kind of fucking zone we're we, in. We know we're in like, for a ride. We're because it's it's the quintessential like. It's oh God. It's literally like opens up on Michael Bean. Bine. Bine. Um, Michael Bine driving a car with some other fucking mobster, mm-hmm. and it's narrated off the bat like the typical like. 
it was summer 98 and I knew I was in trouble and I was smoking cigarettes and working for the man, blah, blah, blah. Like not working yeah. for the man, but it's like that. It's the mobster narrating, like, the Scorsese-style, like, yeah. mobster narrating their own, except it's not effective. Goodfellas? Right. I was going to say Ghostbusters. That's not right. Yeah, it's like Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah, it's like Goodfellas slash, like, fucking... Casino. Uh, what's the... The the, the Departed. All um, that. All that right. shit. Where it's just narrated. Um, but that's what they were aiming to do. Mm-hmm. They did not do it like Scorsese does it. Right. Or yeah, Scorsese? Because I feel I'm like sorry, they were trying to make this they were trying to make this like a gangster noir. Yeah. Right. You could tell very clearly that was that's going that was it. the aim. Right. It, it, and it's funny that you said that Marge about by the way, I will call Marta Marge till oh, yeah. my dying day. So that was that's they, what I'm referring to. They called me that in college and then no one calls me it anymore except for David. It makes me sad. Yeah, that's I'll right. I'll try to switch it. So listen, Please. everyone else who's not calling her Marge, figure it out. Please do. Um but no, it's funny you mentioned that because we both immediately knew what we were in for, but at the same time, like this movie didn't formulate an identity. Like it didn't visually establish itself, or yeah. at least like with confidence. Like I feel like that was the thing. It's like we knew exactly what kind of movie we were in for, but we like we never really saw like you know color theory. We didn't see any like palette or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, it was very I mean, like heavy handed. They just wanted to give it to you. Like yeah. they didn't yeah. like want to be artistic or come at it from a different direction other than being like, right. here are the beats, mm-hmm. here are the characters, right? And um, you know, even what I was saying like towards the end of the movie, where it's like we have questions that. Like they obviously anticipated the questions were going to be asked by the audience and they still didn't give us an answer. Right. Well, that's why I feel like it really is. Like it, you saying that it feels like a grad film is so fucking accurate. Yeah. Like it really feels like a grad film. And like even the the canted angles and the ridiculously horrible yeah. like a four lot of by Dutch three angles, yeah. campy like, shit. It's right. just campy and, and bad. It, yeah, and that's the other thing about the the like choosing that aspect ratio. Like this was shot in nineteen ninety three. I assume ninety three or ninety two. Right. You know, some you know they had two three five or one eight five. Like they had they had widescreen aspect ratios at their disposal. But that's what didn't make sense to me because yeah. we literally just came out of fucking Red Rock West last week, and mm-hmm. that was like. A fantastic film with amazing cinematography. Yeah. And it was like sixteen by nine, and yeah. not like this crappy, like pixelated four by three. Right, and like it's like they never heard of like a jib or anything in this right. fucking movie. It was right. just it was, yeah, and it was just bad lighting. The most yep. frustrating part of it too is like the cast is so well rounded. Yeah. It's right. so clear right. that like Chris Coppola just had like all of the right cards to play. Right. And then it was a bad product. Yeah. Right. It, it, that like, that's literally something I wrote down uh, before I came here. I was like, how does a movie with Michael Bine, Nicholas Cage, Peter Fonda, the late Peter Fonda, uh, Talia Shire, Charlie Sheen. Oh yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie that. Sheen's in this. We'll, we'll get to him. How does with a ten million dollar budget, like how do you have those people and you and you gross eighteen grand? Yeah, like that. That's the thing is that like those are very talented actors and not even talented, but so established. You know, like that was the thing. That's the thing that really kind of kind of blew my mind. I was like, how did we get here? And boy, did we find out. Who did we say already that this was co-written by the guy that wrote Green Book? That's right. Yeah, I, Nick Vallelonga, I believe mm-hmm. is his name. Yeah. Um, yes, it was written by Nick Vallelonga and Christopher Coppola. 
Okay. So strange. What is yeah. uncomfortable about this as well mm-hmm. is that the cover of Deadfall looks like a regular Nick Cage face, and that's not all what he looks like. Like on the cover of this, mm-hmm. here I'll show you. Look, that's the fucking cover. Like, there's two different covers. That one makes sense, mm-hmm. but this is also a cover of it. And it's the same movie. That's so odd. Let me see. Uh, throw my fucking laptop. And right. The other cover. Oh, that's it makes no sense. Bizarre. Yeah. Well, my my computer's at twenty percent, so I'm gonna start reading the notes. Yep. Before it dies. Yep. Um. <clears throat> so basically, yeah. So it opens up. We know off the bat what they're aiming for, and it's them. It's him. Uh, Michael Bine and this other mobster like headed to a deal. Right. Who's supposed to be his father? It no. Or was that or is that part of the con? No, 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 no. The 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 drug dealer was his father. The because it's always the opposite. Like he doesn't come right. with his dad. You're right. So um he he comes with a dude and um who's like a little mobstery guy that we've seen in other movies and he's yeah. always like kind of humorous but I can't think of what else he's been in right now. Um. But they get to a drug deal with this like shadowed man with like holding a cane and he's the drug dealer, but he's all backlit. So he's like a silhouette. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I want to the guy he comes with is like, I want to taste. I want to taste of the Coke. It takes like a teaspoon size full, uh, like literally a spoonful of sugar helps medicine go down type spoonful oh of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, whoa, that was intense. And then um, I somehow it turns into like a tiff. And he's like, he's got a fucking wire. Mm-hmm. And like, Michael Bean screwed. Oh my God. Bine? Bean. Bine. Bine. B-I-N. Bean. Bine. Shoeshine. Shoeshine. It'll be fine. Um, but so he shoots it. He shoots the drug dealer. And then all these cops come out. And they're like, it's a, it's a setup or whatever. Because like, he's like, he's got a wire. Right. And they shoot him. So it turns into this like showdown with cops. Mm-hmm. And that's when all like the canted angles are starting. And we're like, oh my God, this is bad. Right. And then... um. The man he came with, like, gets away somehow. Mm -hmm. And so all the cops and stuff are, like, pretending to, you know, have raided this place. But then once they realize he's gone, they're like, wow, great job, guys. We did so good. And they're all high-fiving. They're, like, getting up off the ground, like, wow, that was so realistic. I looked dead. They thought I died. (laughs) And then they look over, and the drug dealer is actually dying. They're like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck, Joe? Like, he's really been shot. Yeah. They're like, you didn't shoot him with the blanks. Turns out it's Joe's father. Joe is Michael Bine. Yeah, he's like, Bob, no, wait. And so they're crying and stuff. And then I was like, wait a minute. I was like, are these policemen? Are these mobsters dressed up as policemen? Like, what's going on? So it was like all sorts of like so many different levels of this con that we were already like, I don't understand the storyline. Right. Right. Um, Yeah, it was was very muddled. And I never felt that like spatially, like, and this, uh, I don't, this probably goes toward like blocking in relation to the camera work is like spatially we never got a sense of like of the space that we were in like we mm-hmm. they never really let it breathe almost everything was really like it was either in like a medium medium close up, in a close-up or in like a medium wide yeah or a medium we never got like sprawling wides we never got very oh, intense right. close-ups like everything was shot and i mean the four three like that the aspect ratio you know may make it a little more difficult to really get that experience because you're not right. seeing it in true widescreen but yeah it, but you like, could have like tried the shot, the shot selection was you know that was the thing that really kind of got to me is that everything felt like the same shot like i don't think we oh we almost never saw someone's full body it's all the same shot. face yeah 
I'm not going crazy. What did we say that? We said that about something else. Vampire's Kiss. Oh, yeah. Also had the same feel. Oh, Although, really? they, Vampire's Kiss definitely had some zoom-ups because that one intense, long-ass zoom-up into his face. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, yeah. I wish all of you could see the face that Asia just made. <laughs> just Google Nick Cage <laughs> Vampire's Kiss and it's that. Completed my night. I'm going to go home now. Okay. Bye, um, David. Bye Thanks everyone. for joining this us. This was a wonderful experience. <laughs> <And> we, um, <laughs> not even talking about the movie. Exactly. Um, so, oh my. What Nailed I, it. What I oh, it was a hanger. Fucking hangers. <laughs> so, so basically, I kind of, I want to speed through this movie just to get to the Nick Cage stuff. Because <laughs> um, it is, it was like, it's not necessarily a roller coaster, but like, it's an experience for fucking sure. It really is. But he, so... So he essentially, they, they do this drug deal or whatever. His dad mm-hmm. dies. He, he's all upset. And they're like, you got to leave town. So it's clearly he is, his father's part of like a mob group. And um, they were dressed up as cops to scare away a other like mobster. Right. Um, so it was confusing at first. But so they bury his dad. And they're like, all right, man, you got to cut. Like, you got to. You got to skip town. You got to skip town. You got to get out of Dodge. Yeah, because yeah. your dad. Right. And it should also be mentioned, like, in his father's, like, dying words, he was like, you need to talk to Lou, like, my brother Lou. Go get the had, cake. Got to get the get cake. Get the cake. Yeah, from Lou. And, you know, it, it, Lou is supposed to be his lookalike brother. They're twins. Yes. They're twins. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking yeah. banned. So then he, he, you know, hops on a Greyhound and gets from... Uh, uh, New York out to LA. That's a long fucking bus ride. Yeah. Oof. I didn't yeah. realize he took a bus the whole time. And while he's sitting on the bus, we got this creeper sitting in the back. And we're like, who the right. fuck is this guy? Right. Like it, it was the bearded man. Right. Yeah. Like they they it was it was a shot where they had Michael Bine in focus, like in the left side of the frame. And then we see him kind of like doze off like he's sitting on the bus or whatever. And then they rack focus to the guy in a beard, just like kind of staring daggers at Michael Bine. <laughs> and with no other context. Like, that's literally that's it. it. And I think, so going going back to, like, the shot setup, because mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago I had to storyboard for a short film, and one of the, the themes I was trying to capture was the whole idea of, like, looking at someone from the perspective of someone sure. that you don't know who it is. Mm. And so I almost, like, oh, in thinking about that, it's, like, it's a weird, like, over-the-shoulder thing where it's, like, maybe they rack focus to the back of the bus so that you right. could see the guy. But it's, like, it almost would have been better if, like, you could get, like, an over-the-shoulder or something sure. like that. Right. And it, it, along that same thread, like, I was thinking about how, like, could, could they have blocked him differently so that he was, like, looking over a seat at him or, like, looking over something to look a little more suspicious so we know, like, okay, he's being trailed by someone or, like, some sort of visual cue. Yeah. Well, the, what, us, like, what they gave us instead was, like, ominous music that was, like, bad. It was, right. like, <laughs> and it was like, it was him just, like, whoa. And we were, like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, right. It was just, it made no right. sense. Like, every time something intense would happen in this movie, the music would be, like, and it was like what like yep. it didn't go along with the theme right of the rest of the movie it was like because uh, then it was like jazzy noiry in some parts other parts were like a beat <laughs> other mm-hmm. it was just a weird selection of music right but then he gets okay so then he gets to la and is like at this like farmer's market we assume is the farmer's market at the grove mm. um mm-hmm. or it's a stage i can't tell it's right. pretty crappy lit so well and again we have no wide shots we have no we have no way to know right um and so he's like, uh, I'm looking for a man named Lou. And he's kind of just like asking like a busboy or something. He sits down in this like coffee area. Michael Bean does. Bine. 
does. And um, and all of a sudden we hear like, and then the camera moves and Nick Cage does like, want to see a card trick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. He goes, pick a card. That's, bear, that's bear his mind, first word. This is 17 minutes. In, we, we clocked it. It was 17 minutes into the movie. Nick Cage is just like, just blowing the doors out of the Oh, place. my God. Fucking He's got this bad toupee. Wig. His sunglasses. Right. Well, that's, that's just it. Like, I, again, I was looking at the trivia on IMDb, and this this is what they have verbatim. Nicolas Cage came onto the set dressed up with a wig, albino contact lenses, and dark sunglasses because he, he thought this would add more authenticity to his character of two-bit hustler, Eddie. Cage was told that he could dress up however he wanted for oh, his no. part. Like he was given free so, reign. So that's what, so this is this is the decisions that Nick Cage makes on his own. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> his prosthetic nose piece. <laughs> right. And I even remember like cuz I listened to the Raising Arizona podcast you guys yeah. did. Uh, cuz my I guess he's my friend. Braden, my friend Braden yes. was on that one. And <laughs> what was that? I, just, I, no, I guess kidding. he's my friend. <laughs> you, you're you're saying that assuming Braden's gonna listen to this and exactly, he won't. <laughs> exactly. That, that that's the thing. He'll he doesn't listen, support he'll us. listen to it like forty years later. Right. Be like, we would. Well, no, my Braden was here and he said that like the Coen brothers like reined him in. Yeah, they wouldn't and allow I, that, him. That was one that really stuck with me because I was like, huh, all right. And then now we get here, and it's just he has free reign to do literally whatever he wants. Yeah. And it shows. Well, because it's his brother. It's his brother. And then in, like, other cases, like, I remember Never on a Tuesday, the – Never on Tuesday. I'm sorry. We kept doing that. Never on Tuesday. The the director or the writer or whatever for that was just like, yeah, he was, like, a big star. He was our biggest cast member. Right. Of course we're going to let him do whatever he wants. Right. And then he showed up with a prosthetic nose. Yeah. (laughs) He's really into prosthetic (laughs) noses. This fucking movie. Okay, so God, we're so f- we're barely in, and it's like thirty minutes already. Probably it's okay. Um, fix it in post. So fix it in post. It's okay, let's let's focus up. We got this. Right, we can do it. Because there's certain scenes that we have to spend a lot we of time to on. In <laughs> um, certain scenes, the filmmakers certainly spend a lot yes. of time on. Oh well, so <gasps> we'll get there. What did you just discover? <sighs> Nothing. I'm just reacting to David. What he just said? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. I was so startled. No, this we'll get movie... there. You guys will understand. Like, oh my God. This, maybe, we, maybe let's, let's we plow through it. We, I know. I, I feel like it's he hard. He definitely we... plowed through her. Oh. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like it's hard because this movie was oh so God. much information. And then we were like, right. okay, let's go talk about it. Now yeah. we're just kind of like. I'm still processing. <laughs> oh, be careful. Right. This is barely up. Well, and it it, could fall. one thing you mentioned, and this is okay, a constant thread tight. throughout most of the movie, is that Michael Byne is in voiceover for most of it. I I sat there thinking so like halfway through. I was like, what if he's not like, – like, if you take out the VO. Yeah. Like, you're showing more and you're not telling. Like, it, I feel like it would have made the movie better. Oh, if, yeah. If they had taken out the voiceover and they just kind of let it ride. Yeah. Uh yeah, because I feel like there was, it was like... Really bad ADR. It just wasn't... It just wasn't thoughtfully written. Like... Yeah. It, it was like, oh, this isn't... It, this isn't working on its own, so we have to give it VO. But it's like, then we're constantly being given, like, dialogue and right. VO and, like, having things handed to us. Yeah. Right. It was, it was very, like, ham-fisted, too. Yeah. yeah. Where, where they were just, like slapping down dialogue and vo at us and they were just like hey 
this is what the movie is about. This is exactly what's happening. Like, it didn't let us think and fill in the blank. Yeah. It spelled it out for us. Yeah, it did. We were spoon-fed the spoonful of cocaine sugar. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting tired already. I was wondering where you were going I'm dying already. Um, But... Anywho, yeah. So Just Nick Cage Nick. shows up and he's taken to his uh, his long lost uncle Lou. Yes. Yep. By Nick Cage. By Nick Cage, whose character is Eddie, who's like, pick a card, any card, and he pulls a Joker. And he goes, "Is it a Joker?" And immediately, <laughs> I thought. And I think we all thought, we just didn't say it, but we were like, that's a deck full of fucking Jokers. Yeah. And don't worry. Right. We found out at the end it was. Right. <laughs> so right. Um, he's like, want to see magic trick? Mm-hmm. I make my own magic. Um, yeah. But, and then he gets right. brought, yeah, so he gets brought to his uncle. Mm-hmm. And it was very odd to me because, like, during this conversation, they're just sitting there. And he goes from never having met his uncle, and by the way, showed like next to no emotion of being like, "You're wasn't inquisitive, wasn't sad, wasn't angry, wasn't like he just didn't like." I feel like he didn't go for it. Where yeah. it's like, you know, because there's a really good opportunity here for a really complex scene emotionally for both of them, but particularly him yeah. and his character. And you, I mean, it just plays out. He goes from. Literally, is like a three-minute scene. He goes from not knowing he had an uncle the day or two before. We get no sense of time in this movie. Mm-hmm. But he goes from not knowing he had an uncle like the day or two before. Then he goes out to L.A., meets his uncle, and within a three-minute conversation, he's calling him Uncle Lou. Like in oh, three yeah. minutes. It and he goes, like, oh, wow, I like the sound of that one. He's like, yeah. Like, you're a donin. Like, yeah. <laughs> We're family. <laughs> right, right. It was, again, just super ham-fisted. And they were just, yeah. Well, then he's like, you should go out with, you should go out with Eddie tonight. And Eddie's sitting in the corner, like, doing pills. Like, um, and like it he, was, like, answers a phone. And he's like, who is it? What right. do you want? Like, he's right. just, like, so drugged out, like, shaking his face, being all cartoonish. Right. Nick, I said it was a cartoon I, in this. I said to you, like, ten minutes into Nick Cage being in this movie. It was, like, Benicio del Toro's character from The Usable Suspects, mm-hmm. yes. and like Tony Clifton had yep. a baby. That's, yes, that's like, who I was trying to think <laughs> of. Yeah, like, yes. yeah, like that's what Nick Cage's character's like in this movie because yeah. he has oh, just he whatever image of Nick Cage that you have that you think is like no, he's not. He's not that far out there. Oh, it's like, I don't think oh, anyone this, thinks like, that. Everyone knows he's that far out there. Well, yeah, but if you had any doubt. <laughs> this puts it to rest. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's just in a, like a real getup this whole time. He really yeah, is. he really is. He's dressed like he's going to prom. He like does look scene. like Tony Clifton in that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like he told, and he's got the mustache too. Yeah, he's got the mustache. Like he and did. he talks. Like, <laughs> right. So it's like, <laughs> he's like he's like hey, you, pay, mama, pay, mommy, pay, mama. That's the other thing. He's in the strip club, like really, like kind of. Well, because okay, so what happens? Joint. What happens is they. He says, oh, you should go out with Eddie tonight. So then that night, right. Eddie picks him up and is like, oh, right. we got to go get my girl. And we and he so goes to get, get Diane. Is it, that's not going to be a problem, is it? And he's so weird. He's like, he's like scuffing his shoes and be like, oh, shucks, Diane. And like, then they get in the right. car and it's the three of them in the car and they go to the strip they go to, club. They go, no, no, they go to the bar first. They Which go to this, bar? Bar, the one oh, where Talia Shire yeah, is yeah, yeah. bartending for a scene. Yeah, they go for and, a beer. Yeah, they go for a beer. They like con her into giving them two hundred bucks or something yeah. like that. And then they, you know, they skedaddle. And then, uh, yeah, they drop off Michael Bine at his motel room, 
which conveniently is like across the street from. No, no they go to the after the bar, then they go to the strip club first. That's and right. Then, yeah, they go, so they yeah. go to the strip club. Just goes to show how like non chronologically sound like this movie. Yeah, does. like literally, they just <laughs> stop by Talia Shire's. Is that my saying? Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, yeah. they stop by her bar to Connor into getting money so they can go to the strip club with this money. Right. And then they go to the strip club, and when they're at the strip club. Eddie says to Joe, Kate says to Joe, he says, um, oh, baby uh, is the owner of this place and he owes Uncle Lou money yeah. and you need to get it from him. Right. So it's kind of like a test of like his loyalty to see if he's, right. you know, if again, he's cool enough to come into this family because it's another like mobster part of the right. family. Again, after being there for 12 hours. Right. So then. He goes up to Baby, who's this big ass, round, fat black man, and he's like, "Oh, you must be Baby." He goes, "Yeah, what's up?" And like, then um, Nick Cage is outside with the girl, Diane, Diane, and uh, they're Diane. they're in the car, and um, he comes out. Joe comes out and is like shakes hands with him. Like clearly, it's like all cool. And he like gets in the car and he's got the money and he's like, "All right, let's go." Mm. He's like, "Look, I did it." He's like, "Damn, man, you fly." Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you f- you're good though huh and then and then you right. said you said after that mm-hmm. um, well they go to the liquor store right. and while they're in the li- like they go to pick up booze or something yep. and as they're sitting in the car he's like I don't that scene went on for so long he, Nick Cage is talking to Diane and he's like mommy we're gonna go soon baby mama and he's yeah. like, as she's like making out with her yeah he's like kissing her he's like oh mama oh and I don't know what kind of the fact that whenever people loosen their reins with Nick Cage he and they're like, you can do whatever you want. He dresses weird as fuck and also puts on an accent. Yeah. It's like a weird, like, right. every time. Like, think about him and fucking Peggy Sue. Like, why? Peggy. 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 Yeah. It's like, why? It's like, he just does, He just gets so excited. He's like, I want to be ridiculous and I'm going to do it. But I, I, I want to flex we, my acting chops. But this is why we like him. Um... But you said after that he go like after they go to the liquor store or whatever they drop him off and he goes and talks to Uncle Lou or no? No, he like he, he like breaks into Lou's office like real like nondescript. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. He like breaks into Lou's office and he's like he's looking for the cake. He's got to find the cake, and so he's he's looking for it and finds like a clue, and then comes back to his apartment and or his motel room, and Diane is there and just like waiting for him oh yeah and she's holding the locket of his mom right his mother yes which again just what it's and like a so it's like a weird subplot that just doesn't matter i was gonna start right. i was literally gonna start laughing because i knew that those words were gonna come out of your mouth because i feel like every episode because there is always something and asia starts it by saying it's like this weird subplot because it's always there's always a weird subplot. So I knew you were gonna say that. No, it's just so it's st- accurate. It's so stupid. Like, because because <clears throat> the thing that he finds, the clue that, that he finds or whatever in Lou's desk right. is a version of a picture that he has that's not ripped. Right. Oh, oh, like and Parent Trap. <laughs> yeah, like right. the picture that he has. It's a picture of his father and mother, but it's ripped, and right. the whole picture is of. His father, mother, and then Lou is on the other side, like right. fucking Oreo stuffing her. Mm-hmm. Not that's you know I'm trying to say <laughs> something that's not real. <laughs> they are basically on either side of her. <laughs> Oreo stuffing her. <laughs> They're both 
fucking her. <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. Got anyway. it. Goodness. Um, just gonna nix all of that in post. <laughs> Negate it. You're gonna nixty seconds. That oh, in post? I'm a literally was about to hit the microphone away. Um, <laughs> now it's just like we know that she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. But he because keeps, we were told. But he keeps we seeing this, not shown. He keeps seeing this lady that looks exactly like her around. Yeah. Right. Like and mysterious. and then in his voiceover he goes, I know it couldn't be real. Like so, don't worry, we're hearing his thoughts as well. Yeah. It's like. It just seems weird to me that he would be like, oh, but I thought it was maybe a trick of light. Like, there was nothing. I tried tried to forget about it. I pretended that it didn't happen. Like, 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 honest to God, was like telling us in voiceover that he like willed it out of existence. Like, yeah. And then as he's talking to Diane and we're going to get into like this, oh, this is it's, it's about to absurd. happen. I'm so happy. <laughs> this whole scene, I mean, it was great though because she comes on real hot. Right. She at first is like, "Who's this bitch in your locket?" And he's like, "Okay, Diane, what are you doing here, wearing a babushka?" Right. Totally <laughs> and, look like the babushka lady. And hundred percent. And she like comes across the room and sort of like sticks her tongue down her th- down his throat. All says all this like really good one lines. I was proud of her. Right. She was like, make me forget about Eddie and like shit like that. Right. I was like, whoa, girl, right. she going in. Yep. And he, uh, she's coming on real strong and he like grabs her and he's like, shakes her and he's like, I don't fucking trust you. The question is like, what are you doing here? And she's like, right. oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I yeah. just have nobody. Like I don't have Uncle Moon. Like I just don't have a home to go Again, back to. Yeah. It's literally word for word what she said. Like, yeah, I'm on and my then, own out here. Right, and then and then they get into like the actual physical part of this sex scene, which like, oh, kept going on and god. on. And oh my god! On well, the problem on. is each fucking. <sighs> It was so long, <laughs> and each they spent way too much time on it. it. And we watched it all go down, and it was cut up through dissolves. Mm-hmm. So when it would dissolve, and the dissolve itself was kind of slow, you assume it's gonna like be done and go to the next morning. Right. But then it goes into a more in depth like, graphic sex scene, an- another blocking setup. Exactly, like- but it's like, and they're literally just, <laughs> just sitting there barely moving, just going, mm. and like right. it's not. Like it's not it like they're very, like fucking and passionate. Right. It's like pretty slow motion. Right. Yeah, and there was and there, just different there was, positions. Right, and there was no full frontal, but like it, might as well have been. It, it was pretty fucking pretty close. close. Yeah. yeah, it was it was excessive. Like I, it, we see him go down on I, her. Right, like I I rarely get made like uncomfortable in a movie, but I was like, wow, okay. It was almost okay because wow. we were laughing and Asia was like so vividly angry about it. It, it just like she was like, "Are you oh, fucking man. kidding me?" So right. it like was entertaining to watch because right. the reactions. And it's like we like how much or, or you know because granted people did put in time and like work hard at this movie. I'm sure. I'm but, sure. Right? That was that wasn't even sarcastic. Like, like genuinely because we all know like it's hard. Like no. it's not easy to make a movie. No, and, and it did look fine. That, right, but the fact that this took up most of their attention, like that is the thing that like really bothered me is that they were putting a lot of thought and a lot of attention. Yeah. Here, when, yeah. When they easily could have sold this plot in a much less graphic and I would hope a much more comfortable way for the, for their talent. Cause that's not a comfortable thing to do. No, no. You know, and you know, they easily could have made that much easier for their talent and much, uh, it better, 
you know, service the story um, by spending less time on it. Like yeah. it should not have taken up that much time. Like, it, was it, it, a, it went it was on a for solid like two minute. minutes. Yeah, yeah. At least it was at least a minute, like two tops. It was yeah. like, like the room length sex scene. Yeah. Right. It, it was very, it was longer. It was very discomforting. Well, cause yeah. it was so slow. It was so slow. They even right. had like a butt shot. Yeah. Right. And that that's when Asia got like really loud. Right. The butt shot happened and you were like, Are you fucking kidding me? No, it's just awful. Everything it was, bad. was bad. It was yeah. bad. They it, were just it was. it was literally like they watched Terminator and saw that sex scene. Right. And, and they were like, Let's do that but amplify it. Yeah, yeah. they're like, Guess what, Michael Bine? We're gonna whore you out on screen again. again. Yeah. yeah. That that's it it really made me uncomfortable. And like not that sex scenes make me uncomfortable in a movie theater, but like it, they just spent so much time on it. Yeah. And I felt like... And it like was so, f- so graphic. It was so graphic when it so did not need to be. Yeah. All, they could have just had them, like, quite literally, just, like, making out and then show them in bed the next morning. I, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's what I thought was going like, to happen. That's all that they needed. And I don't know why like, they did that. Yeah. It didn't help their rating or anything. Right. Right. But then... After that egregious sex scene, then they talk a little bit. And have yeah. Egregious talk. is a wonderful word. It is. It <laughs> Thank certainly you. was. I, but <laughs> I was personally offended by it. But yep. uh, they like have pillow talk, and I don't even think it was worth remembering. No. No. Oh, I think he literally is just like, oh, yeah, by the way, that's my mom, not my old girlfriend. Right. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, oh lit. I, I actually had a note about that. He writes down, like he's, he tells her that, where he's like, the locket that you have, it's it's my mother. It's not an old girlfriend I have. Right. And then literally her next line, she just goes, you're different. Like, you're so sweet. It's like known for You're a so sweet. Right. That, that's why I like <laughs> oh, yeah, wanted that. to vomit because I was oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, you're so oh, nice. Yeah. You're so nice. Yeah. You're like really nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was your dead mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you opened up and told me that? Oh, my God. Like, you're so vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that, that was that was that was another thing where it's like, wow, okay. And then well. and then right after that is he's at he's having lunch with um Uncle Lou and Uncle Lou's I'm gonna use the word egregious again. Right. Fucking wife housewife. She was ridiculous. Right. Makes this cake. Of course Makes this cake that looks like It what, looks like I made the cake. <laughs> it looks like I made the cake. I haven't baked something like oh my God. probably since like, I don't even remember. I don't remember the last oh, time I met class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, literally high school. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, the it, the cake. It's it, bad. It, it literally looked like the prop department wasn't told and was like, "We have to get a cake right now." And they were yeah. like, "What?" I'm like, well, I'll just make one real quick with what I can find in the right. Kitchen. Exactly. Like it, it literally and looked like no one told. And then stick two them. horses on it and the. And Uncle Lou's like, oh, wow, honey, and you put horses on it. She goes, right. of course I put the horses on you for you. Oh, right. Jesus And Christ. for reference, this is a white cake that has green and blue, white frosting, and then just green and blue, like, splattered on top of it. It's like, And then horses what? thrown on Although, it. I will say, that cake is indicative of the movie that we watched, because we were like, what is this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what is going I on? I think the amount of times we said that during this film, which right. was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, right. we were just like... Where right. who is this guy? And and bear in mind, we're like halfway through. <laughs> oh, not even. But then so so that like weird interaction scene, and that's when um after that Right. Then we're back at the fucking strip club with Nick, and this is the best scene. So 
so Nick Cage we is watched like, this three times. Oh my god, it was so good. Nick Cage is literally sitting at the strip club, like dancing his ass off. Baby comes up to him. No, he's not dancing at all. He's sitting. Well, he's sitting, but he's, he's like got his there. arms up. He, yeah, he's got his arms up. He's kind of like moving around, and he's got there's, titties a, in there, his face. there's there's a dancer with her breast right in his face, and he oh, David's again, so good. He's he so again is just like he again. He's just like. <laughs> Mommy, mommy. And oh, it's yeah, like, he's like, mommy, what is going mommy. on? And so he's doing that. And then Baby, the 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 guy that uh, Michael Bynes' character tried to get money from earlier, comes up to him and, like, they're, you know, getting in each other's face and stuff. Yeah. And then I'll let you take it from here because then every, it just well, he ba- it just happens. All the, the conversation that's established between Baby and um, Eddie is that the money that Michael Bynes had got because it cause, wasn't actually from baby yeah like because uncle lou was saying right. he's like eddie's been trying to get money out of baby for for months and you did it in one night mm-hmm. and then uh, baby right. so baby's telling him he's like oh i didn't he didn't give me like he just told me to come outside and to shake his hand and that all would be forgiven right. so it's michael bynes money he's like oh shit bine mm-hmm. um He's like, oh shit. He's like, looks like someone's out to steal your job, man. And so Nick mm-hmm. gets probably angry. already fucked your girl. Oh yeah, which is like, ooh, well, mm-hmm. ooh, yeah. And then and then Nick just goes. Oh, I wrote out literally. <laughs> I wrote out phrase for like each beat of this scene because I needed Thank you. to. Thank so you. Nick freaks out by what baby's saying. He knocks over three chairs, then grabs yep. a drink off of a dude's table. Right, it's like a background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, and this is the only wide shot we get of the whole movie. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> they is, have to to cover him. Oh, yeah. I mean, And yeah. so he, and so he, because, yeah, because they were like, we don't know what he's about to do. We got to get yeah. up wide. Yeah. He's going to use all of this space. <laughs> so he's, he's knocking over chairs. He grabs his dude to drink and he's like, what are you fucking looking at? Like throws it in this guy's face and this guy's like, oh, man. Ah. And so, <laughs> and then he stops in the middle of the bar and just goes, Fuck! Which is exactly what we were hoping for because this is one of the most amazing parts of the Nick Cage loses his shit right compilation. You're leaving out an important one where he's he just goes. <laughs> I'm so sorry, it was so funny. But he's like, "Where's the Sarah fucking Beckett paw?" Oh yeah. <laughs> like, what? I was like, "What the fuck is that? Is that supposed to be a drink?" I don't know. No, Sam Peckinpah was—he was in the film industry a long time ago. Oh, and so he's not. I could never under—I never understood that because right. he yells that. Right, but it comes back around. He does come back around, but yeah. he yells that and then goes, "Fuck!" and he's like, does his whole thing. Yep. And as the camera, because it does like, <sighs> like pans left. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like, yeah. I don't think they dolly. Yeah, I don't think it was dolly track. No, no. I think they panned. They they pan from him yelling and who's at like in the foreground, who's at the bar. Yeah. Is this man who was in the back of the train, and we all again are like, who is he? Right, Who's, just whomst, sitting at the bar, whomst is this minding man? his own business, like, and he like and who's he, man's? And he's this? just sitting there, and he's just like, okay. And then he pulls out good and plenties from his pocket, eats right. it, and then Nick and Nick, Nick grabs a guy on the way out, sh- on the way out, shoves him against. You the wanna wall. fuck? Oh yeah, that's what, you yeah. wanna fuck? <laughs> and he ch- he punches him in the stomach, gets him on the ground, kicks him, and then goes, "Hi, fucking yeah!" and chops him. Punches like, him again. Like Cheeto chops him. <laughs> then he stumbles out of the bar. I was, you guys were there. I couldn't breathe. I, I know was David was so losing hard. his shit. God, I like that was the Nick Cage. It was the cagiest <laughs> cage. 
we've seen. He was definitely out of the cage. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh. I I did stop laughing for about five minutes after that. It was oh, it was a lot. Oh, and man. then this follow-up scene is still crazy. Like we're not done. So oh, then no. he gets it, out. It gets so it gets so intense. So he, he gets out of the bar. That bearded dude who's been like lurking in the back and everything. Yep. He follows him out and puts like um yeah, tries to garrot him. Yeah. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Okay. And try, tries to like sneak up behind him and like yeah. choke him. To and death. he's and he's choking him. And Nick grabs a knife out of his his ankle and stabs yeah. um the man in the knee behind him and flips him over his head and is like beating the shit out of him and he like puts his he puts his foot down on his chest and opens his car door to knock him out, like mm-hmm. hit him in the face. Right. And then he goes, let's fuck. And he starts slamming this guy's head into the car door. Yeah. I don't, he doesn't say like, I'll fuck you up or whatever. He's no, he literally, literally says, like, let's fuck. Let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Which is again, kind of awesome. I kind of love it. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Right. And so so <laughs> he's, like, he's like, slam the guy's head in the car door. By the way, no damage to this guy's head whatsoever. I know. I was like, I'd be mind. dead from that. Are you fucking right. kidding me? And, and then Nick like gets him up. He's like, got him in a chokehold and yeah. then grabs the knife out of the dude's leg. Yes. The the same one he stabbed him with. And he brings it up. He's like, who do you work for? Huh? Who oh, sent you? And mind you, as he's like pulling, before he pulls him and throws him over his head, he rips off the beard. So it's like, First of all, this man right. is in some sort of disguise. What? And we never get an answer yeah. as to why. Who yep. is he? Like, nothing is like... <sighs> we just know that, like, he's watching them. That's literally all but, the context we right. have. Like, who is he Who's he's he with? It, it's huh? never revealed to us who he's working for, what his motivation is. He has, like, three lines. And this is what and I, all right before he dies. This is what I cannot understand about... This movie has V.O. This movie has V.O. Right, they can literally give us anything. You could literally just say, right. that guy was this. Right, and not only does it have V.O., it is V.O. right from the get-go. So, like, they clearly established, like, the language they were talking to us with. Yeah. Like, they So, they, if they want to spoon-feed us, they haven't they have an out. Exactly. And they didn't take it. But he, but he, yeah, he holds he holds a knife to his throat, and he goes, who do you work for? And then he says, what's the guy's name? Or uh, Sam? Yeah, the guy's like, Sam, Sam fucking... fucking and paw and then and, and Nick goes ah like he's so upset by that response yeah, yeah. and then just throws throws him on the ground his throat, throws him on the ground good and plenty's fallen into his open oh. neck wound and dries away that made me sad my grandmother will eat good and plenty's until like she can't taste them anymore so when until I saw, her I saw those cut? I saw those good and plenty's out there I was like <laughs> no grandma me neither um, oh god but he well one of the things that really irritated me about the shots of the fight Mm-hmm. Is the they had the lighting had a reflection as if it was like reflecting off of like light glinting off of a pool, but they were in a back yeah. alley, and I was like, "Where is this oh, water right. reflection coming from?" Right again, and and that's another thing. Like we never get a sense of space. No, in this film at all. No, and I was like, "They can't do this. You can't just be like, I like that effect when there's no right. fucking water around." Right. So he, so Nick goes home. So the third part of this amazing scene. Right. Is it's three separate scenes. It's three separate scenes. All tied to this one, like, massive freak out he has. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so then he comes home, and he's like, someone trying to fucking kill my man! <laughs> comes home to Diane. Again, a wide, because we have no idea what he's going to do. Right. The only wide shots we see in this movie, now that we're, like, processing it, yeah. is when the Nick is just... Exactly. So this the, is why we came here moments. Right. Yeah. I, and I was thinking about this. I was like, I wonder if they shot this chronologically. Because I felt that, like, something's got a All l- his freakouts were in one day. No, not even that. <laughs> although, possibly. But I think 
like you saw some of the blocking and cinematography like improve a little bit as we went on yeah and like kind of form like an identity but i was wondering if they shot this chronologically like they had they had nick like lose it at one point and they're like nope we need to go to with a y because we don't know what he's gonna do right because from then on it was wide's whole way for yeah him. yeah it no you're right it was and he because he he comes in he's like someone's trying to fucking kill me man he's like ah and then she's like laying on the bed she's like what, what's up she's like, like why would any you? why would anyone try to kill you and Eddie? then and you could tell she's uncomfortable and then he's trying to take a shirt off of a hanger and he's like he's fucking hangers and no no like, she goes who would try to kill you, Eddie? Goes the hangers. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, one like falls on the ground, and oddly, like it worked. Like yeah. that's a choice that normally, like ninety nine times out of hundred, you're like, what in the world was that? But this oddly, I felt like it sank in. I was like, it oddly worked for me. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. Right. And then, and then he, uh, so he does the hangers thing, and then mm. he's standing in the mirror going, uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like tongue is out he's like he's just freaking out and then he runs on the bed and he's like no 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 and it's him like literally like spazzing out beating the bed and then he flips over and he's like like it's just the most temper tantrum and then like 12 years old and he get and he sits up and she's in the background and he's like out of focus in the foreground he's like what am i a fucking retirement like it's literally just back-to-back motions right. babbling just babbling yeah. he's like oh my fucking all because of his spacey little nephew it's like, <laughs> right. it's just, this whole thing um and then he's like he charges her which is our favorite part but i love it she, oh. he's like Am I sp- oh, because he the reason he starts crying in the mirror is he picks up a cigar and he goes, "Oh, I didn't know you liked the same brand as my uh, as Uncle Lou." Like, right? So he thinks she's cheating on him with Lou, and he's like, "Um, he come yeah." So he he charges her and he's like, "Was I supposed to be the last person you were supposed to see tonight?" And as he charges her, she pulls a gun on him. And Asia, what is his demeanor? <laughs> he's like, he just like stands up and like stretches his arms because he's going to go choke her. But then she holds the gun up to his head. And instead of him like doing anything, he's like arms just immediately drop to his sides. And he like puts all the weight onto his back hip and just like pouts like a child. <laughs> yeah. right. He puts he puts all the weight onto his back hip and it just juts out. He goes from being so furious to being like, okay. <laughs> Like, okay. He's like, oh, you want to pull a gun fine. on me? I'm Eddie, man. Okay. <gasps> like, yeah. I mean, he just like it was so amazing, and like he I didn't unravels. notice it at first, and then when you guys pointed it out and we like played it back, I was like, that was brilliant. Oh, it was so <laughs> we're very in tune to his mannerisms. We are so, we're always paying attention to the motion because I yelled, I was like, oh, the hip shift. Because you okay? My nuts. Oh no. I can't talk. I um. Yeah, no, I we're we're always in tune with his hip shifts because oh, it was, he uses them a lot in the so movies. So great, it was so great. And so she leaves, and she comes to Joe to be like, "Dude, he's on one. He's tried to kill. Or he's gonna come after us." And no, he's like, "You gotta go get Lou." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna go kill Lou. Yeah, she's like, "He he was after me. He's gonna go. He thinks I'm cheating on him with Lou. Mm-hmm. You gotta go get Lou." And he does go for Lou, and he like robs Lou, does he? Right. He like no, ties him up. He, and he is, ties yeah. him up, and then, but before oh, he's got a gun on him, and he's at the office. Right, right. And so, but before we get there, Diane then goes over to Michael Bynes' house, and he's like, "No, that's what I was saying." She was at Joe's. Oh, gotcha. And she okay. said, "Like you have to go get Lou." 
Right. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. And, and then Michael Bryan goes to get Lou. And then we get to another just amazing moment. Yeah. Cause then, so then Nick Cage is at Lou's office and he's like got a gun on him and he's like freaking out and like spazzing, like laughing and shit. And the next scene, they have him at back at where the marketplace was. Um, there's like part of the like pizza place or something. There's like a deep fryer and he's got Lou tied up with like a rag and his shit like gagging him. Mm-hmm. And um, with the deep fryer on with the deep fryer on, on the like, other side of the room. Right. Like clearly is like, I'm gonna be boiling your face. And Joe comes out of nowhere and tackles him. And so they start fighting while Lou's still tied up. And as they're fighting, Asia got so angry at this as they're fighting they're you know, like Nick almost has Joe's face, like basically in the, the deep fryer. Mm-hmm. And as he, as he's as he's grabbing at his face, like as Joe's trying to like defend himself and grab onto anything, he rips off Nick Cage's hair. Yeah, and oh he's like God, fucking bald. Right. He's like gross. It literally ass looks bald. like he has been like going to chemotherapy treatments, yeah. but like didn't shave his head. Yeah, like it's just falling out. Yeah, and <laughs> why? I just pulled up the picture of it. Did he shave his head for this? Oh, I bet you he fucking did. He, I don't know. That kind of looks like a bald cat. He doesn't look right. bad bald. It was the second time <laughs> in like five minutes that someone's like hair makeup prosthesis was it's taken removed. Off. Right. Like, but, but with no explanation. With no context. Yeah. I was just sitting there. I was like, why did that happen? Right. And See, <laughs> if we had context, cool. Right. But it's just like, oh, this is just like his weird ass character. Right. But so so as as that happens, Nick's clearly furious. He's like, oh, my hair. But he flips him over and Joe then shoves his face Ugh. and like boils like deep fries the shit out of nick cage's face yep and when nick lets his face up right before he dies and is like all fucked up it's so oh it's all melted it's so gross dude yeah. i i really was wanting because i really didn't want nicholas cage to be gone after this yeah right. i was hoping he'd come back but wearing like the toupee still and the sunglasses <laughs> on oh, on, the boiled, on the boiled face oh shit that would have been so dope i would have been here for it um, Ugh, was not to be though. No. Well, we'll see in the sequel what happens. It's true. But so at this point, we stop and we're like, "Where? How Where much is left? How of much this story movie? do we got?" Because like Nick is like, "We're like, is this the climax?" And then we look at we had like another forty minutes after this. Yep. We're like fifty. And Nick Cage minutes. is dead. Yeah, and then Nick Cage dies. And also clearly breathing while he's on the ground. I know it's so oh it's so gross. Which I don't mean to diminish how hard that is, but still no. like. Ugh. And like, when and after that he comes back and Diane pulls a gun on him because she's scared. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to him like laying in bed while she's sleeping and he's tripping out on the fan and it's like an apocalypse apocalypse now. Yeah, we're well, like okay, all, other Coppola, yeah. calm down. Yeah, all three of us were like, what is this? It was like, like it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere, and it's him like laying there, like tripping out on the fan and having PTSD, like flashbacks. So right. I'm like, it's literally we just needed the doors playing, like exactly. Really. And I was like, yeah. this is the end. Although I will say, one of like as because the, they show him like walking down this kind of like just this like blackness essentially of, of like on the screen, and he's he's just walking down this like hallway. You know, the screen's all black except for him, and he's kind of lit like on both like both sides of his face but oh, not yeah. in the middle like yeah. it was one of the better like cinematography moments that we had in the movie yeah like he he was lit very dramatically and very yeah. focused yeah. which i like i and it's him just walking right 
with images of him as a kid, like in black and white, and like a woman being like, Joey. It reminded me of, uh, I love you. In Toy Story 2, when Andy throws Woody into the trash can, and he's like, Spoiler alert. I don't want to play with you anymore. Oh, yeah. Bye, Woody. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so true. Right. Bye, Woody. Because it was just like, Joey, I love you. Joey. Yeah. yeah. Was, I love you. It is very, <laughs> I love you. Very odd. And then, so as this happens, we then go into uh, his uncle is saying, like, I need you for, you know, this huge con. Well, like, his, his uncle tells him about the cake. Right. In that, then, and, and it's funny because before we even know it, the VO is... And then he told me about the cake. And it's him being like, let me tell you about the cake. Right. Like, he literally tells us that he <laughs> He's told just so us. angry she's hitting the mic. Right. Right. He literally told us that he was told. Right. And then we still experienced it. Yeah. It felt like a Family Guy episode reference where it's like, oh, this reminds me of that time I did this. And then it does like a flashback. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, and, wow, and you just, we're just, still doing it. Yeah. I guess we're going to do that now. And yep. then, uh, but it doesn't cut back because it's just like, this is the scene that yeah. we presented. Right. And right. in that, that's when um, he pitches to him. He's like, hey, when Lou says to Joe, like, we, I have a con that I want to do, but you're going to have to kill me at the end of it. And I immediately was like, oh, he's going to get shot. It's going to be just right. like with his dad. Yeah. It's going to be a whole mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And so they go through this long, um, I don't even want to like get that deep into this. I just kind of want to like, go through the next couple of beats because yeah. it feels pointless without Nick. Um, but it really does. It does. Like I, I don't. I know that you know, it may sound glib, but like seriously, we're at fifty-eight minutes left in this movie. Nick Cage is gone, and we're just sitting there like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, and um, well, and it's like it's like what are we doing? And also, then at this point, we realized we were like, Charlie Sheen's supposed to be in this movie, exactly. and he still and, isn't and here. Th- and this is how we get to Charlie Sheen. Exactly. So yeah. he's like, we have to do this big con. Like, let's do another one of these cons that because we, we're a really conny family and we're really good yeah. at it. Yeah. And. So he has to go to play billiards with Charlie Sheen yep. at the NoHo Billiards ball, like house. Yeah. Then uh they're playing for money and and Joe's like, "Well, I don't have the money." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "But I have this Rolex. It's got real diamonds if you want to check." And he goes, right. well, "Good thing we have someone who can check." And right. like in the back of this billiards is like this crab claw dude. Right. Two like, years after Edward Scissorhands came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's one thing I wrote down. Like, <laughs> or, no, it was three no. years. I think Edward Scissorhands was, was 1990. Oh, really? I thought yeah. it was 80 It was hot, hot off the heels of when Tim Burton did Batman. He, he did Edward Scissorhands. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then and so, yeah. So we're just sitting there like, again, what movie are we in? Because So Charlie Sheen, which wearing like a shimmering blazer looks like hugh hefner goatee. he looks like hugh he hefner lo- but it's like it's yeah, like alligator like skin exactly yeah, yeah. but it's so, shiny yeah and he's like uh but I, I i don't have the cash but i do have i have these diamonds you know which like this rolex that has real diamonds in it and he's like oh well yeah, i have yeah. i have a way to check if these diamonds are right in legit. the back of this bar uh, where you play billiards we there's just like concrete like charcoaly colored lair yeah like in the back of a bar with like, like oh with like the quintessential God. like oh this is gonna be the evil genius and he's gonna have a crab right. claw it was, like it was this to- is a mob movie meets austin powers villain it, it was like, seriously like it was a bond movie and an austin powers bo- like faux bond villain yeah like 
got together with Edward Scissorhands and we're like, this is our love child. Right. And like, they're like, and it's still like a mobster movie. Yep. And yep. um, he sees Diane as Lairlin. I don't even know what I wrote there. That doesn't help Lairlin? I think, oh, oh, Marilyn. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, 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 Marilyn. She looked like Marilyn. They're like, we're right. gonna, we're gonna get out of here. Like, right. we're gonna go back to New York. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. Like, yeah, she's like, what do you think of my dress? He goes, inspiring. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, when we, when we leave this joint, he's like, I'm gonna do this one last job. When we leave, we're gonna start a new life together. And right. she's like, and After then you can rip my dress days. off. And Asia was like, we get it. You fuck. You have chemistry. Whatever. After three days. After three, three days. days. Yeah. And she's like, I love you so much. It's changed forever. Together. He's like, yeah. I'm falling for you. I know. And I was like, whoa, okay. I grab that. In what? a world where a boy meets girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nick his... Cage has a wig and we don't know why. <laughs> yeah. So then that happens. Deep fried Cage. <laughs> <laughs> but so they have this little like little itty bitty conversation just being like, oh, we're going to we're going to have a future together. Right. And then he goes and has a meeting. With the other members of this con of them getting ready to like sell these diamonds to right. that An- man. Another moment of, of the cinematography that I liked because they literally they were sitting around a table that had like a hole hollowed out in the middle of it, and what I guess is like they just took the tripod, they stuck it right there, and they just went 360 degrees around the table, and everyone was lit like from the top down. It was, it was like, like that more 70s dramatic show. Lighting. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah. I'm gonna say. It was like, and, and I don't know why. Like I've just I've been able to pick out like top down lighting that looks so good like that recently because cinematography is not my thing right and i was i was looking at like okay this is actually like you know we have a visual identity now like okay we're we're getting somewhere and that's why that's why i think they shot it at least in part like chronologically because it seemed like they started to figure some things out yeah of like what was working for them i feel like we're how long is this we're almost there (laughs) I'm like, Ugh. we've been talking about other stuff. We, yeah, we're being we really thoughtful out. this episode because David's here, and I feel like when we have someone to balance this out, that's we, true. We get a little bit more like loquacious. Well, we get yeah. in depth on it, and also like it's another pair of eyes that are watching it, and and like and you you don't watch this every week, so you have like you're like, oh, I'm focused on this, whereas we're like we're just trying to get through another one. Mm. <laughs> so like so. <laughs> So when we have someone to like really like critique with and like bounce off of each other, then it's like I'll get more in depth with no, it. And this sense. is a this this movie needed to be talked about. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so long story short, <laughs> um, they're getting it all prepped and everything, and then after the the preparation scene, he's on his way to the the meeting with the crab claw man in in his limo, and they're about to go have the meetup. Um, mind you, the reason this whole thing came to fruition is because Joe, when he's talking to the crab man in his lair, he's like, oh, wow, this is like a really nice diamond. And the crab dude like fucking licks it. And he's like, "Mm, tastes good. And like, he's like, well, I could get you more where that came from. He's like, I could get you however many for the price of two. I'm like, blah, 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 and does this whole pitch. So that's why this whole thing's happening. Right. And so they meet at the fucking same place where Nick at Cage the, was the murdered yep. at the market. Right. And they do their showdown and it's like this whole theatrical, like, you know, kind of uh skit where he's like, right. he's like, show me the money. I'll give you the diamonds. And like Uncle Lou and, right. and him are going back and forth. So it's unbeknownst the, the, to right. the crab people, <laughs> they, right. um, you know, Joe is obviously his nephew, but they don't, they don't know that. Right. So they're playing, um, it's like a pissing contest almost. Right. 
and it's, it's, it's it, it mirrors the setup at the start of the film and so that's yeah that's where we are exactly and um it somehow like there they have a little showdown and he has to pull the gun on uncle lou but he has a moment of ptsd and uncle lou's like shoot me like you gotta do it <laughs> and mm-hmm. he is scared and like has like a block i guess he can't do it and then instead other members of the other gang or whatever. Yeah, that's standing like mm-hmm. with him. They shoot him. And he's like, no, fuck, mine were blanks. Now he's actually dead. Mm-hmm. And like, so Uncle Lou, just as we thought would happen, he gets fucking shot. And then there's a shootout. And every and, and turns out one of the one of the mobsters working with Lou is like, FBI, everyone on the ground. So that was thrown in there too. Right. That he's been undercover FBI working with Lou, and we don't get like that's the only commentary we get of that. Right. And and that and that actor is the guy who wrote, isn't it? Oh, was was he Christopher was, Coppola? No, the guy who wrote Green. Oh, Book. Nick Vallelonga. That's yeah. right. We were talking about that. I'm fairly confident that it was. I'm sorry, I'm having like the weirdest, longest deja vu right now. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was him. It's over yeah. now. Yeah. Yep. It's over now. That yeah. that made it stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, so, so as the shootout happens and, like, the FBI and everything, then during the shootout, Joe looks over and he sees his mom again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Mama. He's like, Mother? Are you my mother? Are you my mother? And so then he starts following her and running after her. Right. And he's just like, oh, it's going to be fucking Diane. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, Diane turns around. She's like, I'm sorry, okay? I had like, nobody, but I did have Uncle Lou. Like, I had to survive. Had so she's no crying. One. I had no one. So we didn't, we, didn't get, we didn't get the official response that she was fucking... Lou, but I mean, I assume that she was they also probably were, and she was employed um, by him at the very least. But she wasn't. She was employed by his actual father. Oh, because right. this is what had yeah. happened. No, sorry, right. I was getting confused because they look alike. <laughs> <laughs> They're not twins, though. Yeah, it's not the same actor. Right. Just to be clear, everybody, these are look-alike brothers. Exactly. Right. These don't are get, not twin. Don't brothers. get it twisted. Okay. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't get it. Seriously, like if <laughs> twins, however, we need oh. to demonstrate to you to get it twinsted. Um, Asia, you can go home. <laughs> I am home, David. <laughs> oh, that's right. You live here. Um, you, you can go back to my place and just like sit there. So. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to the valley. Fuck that. How dare you? No, it's just a, I mean, it's a drive, you know. I do know. Um, so, uh, well, okay, so he, he catches up with her and he's like, Diane, what the fuck? And she's like, I'm sorry, I had to. And then the first mobster that he was with mm-hmm. in the very, very beginning, the one who took a big taste and was trying to like get the drug deal, yep. comes out of the shadow. And we're like, oh, fuck. Like, he had gotten away. And then behind him comes Daddy-O. So mm-hmm. that means in the very, very beginning, there was all this, like... It was all it, a ruse. It was, it was all a ruse and a con on Joe himself because... That means the first deal meetup, like the drug shootout with the cops, was <laughs> lose. Oh my god, I'm all the names. His dad was working with the other guy, so he thought he was like pulling one over on yeah, the fat mobster, and really it's all at Joe's expense. Mm-hmm. But why? 
Be- oh, because Asia, don't worry. They said because it had to be this way. And that was fucking it. What the fuck? What was the point of him not knowing all of this? Like, why did right. the, why did all wh- that means that means that the first thing was a setup because he wasn't he, dead. What was the point of tricking him to think he was dead to coercing him into doing all this shit? Like, why did the first con even have to happen mm-hmm. when he could have been like, hey, we're uh, my my brother kind of sucks. He made this cake for your mom because they were fucking and they were in love yeah. and then I stole her away and then you were born. Because then at the end he was like, yeah, and he killed your mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We didn't get any explanation of how that happened because yeah. then, so then, okay, so Diane like leaves because he gives all his henchmen money and then it's just the two of them talking and he's like, the the father and son, he's like, how could you do this to me? He's like, oh, it had to be done. And then they're on a fucking carousel. And he that just was turns so it on. fucking stupid. That, that made me wild. angry. Yeah, Asia, Asia got livid. What like, are we doing? They're, they're like, it's, it's just shock value. Right. They're like in a warehouse and, and like have all. They're nothing. in an enclosed space. They're not yeah. like some, you know, outdoor, no. you know, pier or anything no. like that. They literally step away from like the light and he like pulls a lever and they're on a fucking carousel. Yeah. Right. Like, shut the a- fuck up. Asia was like, no, you ignorant not. bitch. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to be like, oh, well, and now they're on a carousel. It's going to be a moving. It's <laughs> like, it's not even like a metaphor no. or like a situation where like they've been in this space for a while and you kind of like didn't know it was there. Right. There was nothing hinting. It was all of a sudden just like, oh, no, we needed to visually stimulate this a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. And then he, so they're going around on the carousel and they're arguing. And he's like, well, and he pulls the gun. Joe pulls the gun on his dad and is like, is it blanks or is it not? Like, is it really like basically alluding to the idea that his father's been pulling all the strings. So it's like, Mm -hmm. if there's not blanks in this gun, you wanted me to kill your brother and like turn on him on accident or whatever. But it turned out to still be blanks because he shot at him and startled his dad. Mm -hmm. And his dad drops his cane and all the money. He's He's like, like, oh, wait. "Ah." And so he's like trying to he's like takes his cane. He's trying to like grab all the money and put it back in and then there's like nvo and that's the end and he gets off he yeah he gets off and he's just talking like nvo and joe is standing there while the the merry ground's still going his dad's still picking up bills and then it's credits right you know right. what maybe it's trying to be symbolic of like oh i've been on this this fucking fair ride for far oh. too long oh. with my father nice. and i'm I gonna think get about off that. i'm gonna get off the ride now but it's like but they should but have they set should that shut up. Shut the fuck up. Right, but they should have. <laughs> shut the fuck but, up. Like, if they were going to do that, because they very easily could have, like, established that as a metaphor, but you got to have the mise en scene do it earlier yeah. in the movie and set it up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I. Although, I will say there is. There's a thing. I don't know how many more there are, but there's one thing I do like about this movie. What? I like films that have a concept of, like, showing you something and then showing you something again to see if a character can change. Mm. Like, I like that idea. Yeah. And not even if he can be redeemed because that's not really like a factor in this. No. But just showing like, how is a, how is a character going to grow like over the course of this when they're being put in one situation right at the start and then how do they learn from that as they go along? Right. Conceptually, I like that, but the execution just wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I think the execution for a lot of this film just didn't, work mm-hmm. yeah so that being said nick worked let's nick just... was great <laughs> in a really pain well it's funny because when he died i was like i'm really sad he's gone and then david's like i'm sad and also and i was like 
relieved and he was like (laughs) yeah i was like relieved because honestly watching nick was fucking exhausting it was exhausting it was draining he is like he was it was like if james dean had found a joint land somewhere like just Uh, tearing down the walls. i'm sure nick would love to hear all four walls yeah like i I mean it was it was just crazy it was egregious right it was egregious (laughs) but i i would recommend this movie to people who are seeking out nick cage entertainment entertainment yes because nick cage because this is this is definitely one of the ones we get a lot of uh the cagiest cage moments which are this is why we came here moment so do we agree well i guess do we think the nick cage the or the uh this is why we came here moment this week is the bar scene the alley scene or the hangers oof that's tough because they're all so good. Because there's a lot. <laughs> I'm tempted to lean towards the initial freak out at the bar that leads up to the fuck. I, yeah, I don't think it's the alley. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's the alley. I think it's... I actually think I'm going to lean more towards the Diane's room. Me okay. too. I was thinking really? the same thing. It was the hangers that got me. When he <laughs> broke... <Fucking> hangers! Yeah. <laughs> right. Because it, it, it should be said, like he's, he's like grabbing something out of the like closet in what looks like a hotel room. And he like grabs something out of the closet. It's, it's like, their like apartment. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, something like that. And she's just like, "Who would try to kill you, Eddie?" Like, "Oh, you're so prestigious. Like, no one would ever try to touch you." And then he just goes, "The fucking hangers." Yeah. Like, and just loses it. Because like, again, it was a choice yeah. that conventionally that choice doesn't work, and it's yeah. just too far out there to work. But this, for some reason, just landed. Like, I, I don't know if I don't know if you felt that way too, Asia. But it, yeah, just, it just landed with me so well. Well, then we'll go off that because it's majority rules. We'll go off that. And also, what was I mean, it for you? I still think the him freaking out at the bar is pretty intense. That was great. But I, but I, <laughs> but I will agree because him throwing himself around on the bed and going uh, <laughs> right. and like doing all that shit definitely warrants it as well. So we yeah. can judge that. Um, so on a scale of one to ten. What would we rate the this is why we came here moment? That moment? Yeah. Ooh. That's what we do. We rate we rate I the moment. Right. And I want to hear yours first. We rate the moment. That's right. I, and then we rate the film itself. And we don't we're not com- we never compare it to the other movies. Like this no. is a okay. standalone rating. The, and, oh, the, and it's mostly okay. like enjoyment rating. Okay. Yeah. Oh, enjoyment? It's yeah. like a nine. <laughs> <laughs> but I it's I mean we minute. take it into consideration, but we also take it into consideration like how the movies made because like sure. most movies i would give lower rating because they're bad movies but we had so much fun watching them so i'll, get, I'll take that yeah. into sure. consideration but i mean you can rate it however you'd like to yeah no i probably do you think for the moment the moment it was probably like a nine just because it was just no holds barred yeah. he's just i mean this again, is pure nick right like that's the thing i was going back to you know what i brought up on imdb it's like he had free reign here. Yeah. Like, he could do whatever he wanted with yeah. basic immunity. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing that made it so great for me is that, like, you see him just go. And really, like, you know, we see him do that, of course, like, throughout a, a whole bunch of different movies. But, you know, this is just unabashed, like, <laughs> was he conscious? Like, <laughs> like that's the thing. I want to know. It was just flowing. What he did leading up to that yeah. before they were like okay action like i want to know just right. like a barrel of cocaine right mommy 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 mom mom I, I, what i i definitely 
I would I would agree to rate it higher. I was I was thinking an eight point eight. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. eight point eight or yeah. an eight, between eight point eight and nine. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. this is the most this we've was, yeah. seen, I think, thus far. Yeah, nice. this is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um we've had some pretty good freak out moments, but this is This, this is the most there. authentic. Yes. This is like this is like That's the word. Authentic. Yes. <laughs> it was more like because the other ones have just been like outbursts. This one was like an yeah. ordeal. This yes. is like really what we came. This here is like for. a whole ass thing. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So you're right. And then I have to rate the the film itself. Yeah. So then we rate okay. the film. So mm. I would. <laughs> this one's gonna be weird because I I the it was a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But I found it entertaining, so I kind of want to stay like. But was it entertaining because it was bad? It was entertaining because it was bad, but it almost wasn't even forgiven by how bad it was because it wasn't that entertaining. Mm. So it's hard to. But yeah. honestly, I was thinking like a, like a four point nine. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe maybe like a five maybe a flat five. Thoughts, David? Oh, you're, you're handing it to me. Um, I'm just curious. I'm always like the worst. I'm the most critical. Yeah. I kind of just say a number sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what Quite to honestly, I would give it... I don't even know if I'd give it a four. Like, that's... It's bad. Lower than a four? Like, oh. I'd say probably... I'll give it... I'll give it a 3.8. Oh. Because I just... That's not the lowest rating we've had. No. You right. gave Vampire's Kiss 2. I gave Vampire's Kiss, like, a 2.4, I think. Yeah. Really. Wow. Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. Because I work in production. Like, that's what I do. And so it's hard for me to be like, wow, no one put any thought into this. Because, like, it's tough. <laughs> it's like, bad. Yeah. It's, it's tough. But, it's just rough. I mean, yeah. So it, it just – it's a good movie. I will say you this. You said 3.8? That's what yes, you said? Yes, 3.8. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'll go with. But it's a good movie to learn from. If, you're, if you want to look and, like, see, okay – why doesn't something work mm. like this is a good movie to watch yeah because david's y- looking on the bright side <laughs> that's From awesome it's a learning and creative literally process. glass half full i never would have thought that i was just like it yeah. sucks yeah. yeah no but it, it, it seriously is a good movie to learn from like from really kind of all aspects like from this screenwriting aspect from cinema cinematography aspect you know just overall like tying in themes like this story didn't feel streamlined it didn't feel like there was a concur- like there's like a current running through the whole thing. Yeah. It just felt like okay, we're gonna go here and then here and then yeah. there and then here and then we're gonna come back to here and then guess what? It's over. Yeah. Like that was it. Yeah. Like, that's very know, true. Yeah. Like because for me, like you know, it's why it felt like so a grad. Important. St- it felt like a grad student did it. Yeah. But he was what thirty one. You said. Yeah. 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 Nick's, Nick's brother. Yep. Brother. It comes with time. So what about you then? Four point five. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I thought it was like. Can I, I want to stay at 4.9. I don't want to give it a 5. No, I don't want to give it a 5 either. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving it at 4.9. 5 is like, I would, I could, like... Sit through it again. I would sit through it again, like, if I really had to. Like, I don't want to watch this movie again. No. Yeah, I will watch either. the freakout moments. <laughs> the freakout, I, yeah. I think if it didn't have the freakout moments, I'd be like, fuck this Oh, movie. yeah. I know. No. Well, I, I even said if to you guys, Nick like... Nick wasn't Nick in this... Yeah, I even said to you guys, I would buy this movie just so I can watch those moments anytime I want. Yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. They, they're that good. Like, like, they are that good. If anyone else played Nick Cage's character in no. this movie and, right. like, did a normal acting job... Right. I'd be like, this movie's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, like I said, it was Benicio Del Toro's character in Usual Suspects and Tony Clifton. Yeah. Had a baby. Yeah. And this was it. Yeah. So... It's yeah. very accurate. Yep. 
Well, what a what a journey. What a journey. Yep. I'm glad that David was here for the journey. Me too. I'm glad you joined us on this. We kind of oh, ran was, into him yesterday, and I was like, you yeah. know what? I was like, I think I think you should do this movie with us. Oh my gosh, I was I was so happy. Like I think this is a wonderful idea. It's and fun, so, and I was so happy to watch it with you guys. Hell yeah! Well, yeah. you'll be back for more for sure. Yes. Thank God. Do you have, I have any? No life. <laughs> do you have any like Instagram or anything you want to promote? Sure. You can follow me on Instagram and on the Twitter machine at yes. d underscore Tomei. Spelled like Marissa Tomei. Yeah, T-O-M-E-I. And then, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, there's a film that I'm producing that's coming up, and you can follow that at TDA Film on Twitter and Instagram. What is this? Uh, It's called The Devil's Advocate. It's something that I'll be producing, and Brayden will be directing. Oh, okay. I forgot that you guys were working on this. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah, it'll be cool. I feel like our friends haven't made movies in a minute. Yeah. Like for themselves, not yeah. for work. This will be like later on this year. Like it's a few months away, but Heck we're yeah. getting fantastic. things set up. Yeah, it'll be cool. So you can follow us there. and They're a good uh, duo. They've done this before. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, Hell we're looking yeah. forward to it. Oh, I'm, I, I can't wait to see more. Yeah, I, well, I can't wait to be back for more. Like so oh, when yeah. you asked me, I was like, yeah. I know. That was also why I asked you because I was like, Braden, are you going to come do this one? Because this is one Braden really wanted to do. Right. I was like, are you going to come do this one? And he was like, ah, oh, well. And I was like, yeah, but David's very like assuring and is like, yeah, I'll be there. Whereas yeah, I was like, dude. Braden was like, um, like, uh, maybe I'll feel cool about it in like four days. I'm like, no, no, no. We have, like, we have a deadline. Tomorrow. We need to go yeah, tomorrow. We literally <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yep. No, well, I it was, thanks it was for great. making the journey over here to yeah, sit with absolutely. us for like five hours. No, it was my pleasure, and please have me back for the sequel because I need. You know to what? See how this you will out. be back for the sequel. David so has Arsenal in yes. the box. I'm yes, so, I'm so ready. And um, at the last minute, I'm your guy. Like, hell I'm yeah, here. I'm ready to go. Um, well, I guess our social media is, uh, as you know, gone in sixty seconds for Instagram, Jin's Pod for Twitter. And gone in sixty seconds at gmail.com If you want to email us anything, I have not checked the email in probably two months. So, oh no, nice. I, it's probably just all still shit. Gonna from my brother. cut that out of the pot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just forget to because it was just it's always just my brother and that's it. Just yeah. sending us stuff and being like, lol. And I'm like, okay, David. I'm also <laughs> happy you're here because I'm pretty sure I shouted you out last week for tweeting at me. And oh yeah, you did. She did. Oh. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I never tweet back. Well. Fuck you, Asia. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try and end it? No. I thought that would be a good spot to end it. I could. <laughs> oh. Now it's the end. Now it's the end. <laughs> that might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>